this is Angels broadcaster Trent Rush, and you're listening to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Now here's your host, my guy, Taylor Blake Ward. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. Great to have you on this Friday, closing out the week of Locked On Angels. As promised yesterday, we are going to reveal who you voted as the Locked On Angels all-time Angels utility man. I've got a lot to explain when it comes to that, so let's get closer into the episode. Just a reminder that you can follow us on Twitter, at Locked On Angels. You can follow me personally, at Taylor Blake Ward. Also, you can download today's show or subscribe to Locked On Angels via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, whatever podcasting platform you're using to listen to today's show. So let's get right on into it. This is the Locked On Angels all-time Angels franchise team with Utility Man. Welcome to the all-time Angels edition of Locked On Angels. You voted, our experts voted, and here to give you the results is the host of Locked On Angels, Taylor Blake Ward. So first things first when it comes to the utility player position, I messed up when it came to the Twitter polling. And if you're unfamiliar with this, if you haven't been listening just yet, 45% of the total vote is going to come from the Twitter poll that I put out with four options, which included Darren Erstad, Sean Figgins, David Fletcher, and Mysuris Turris. Another 45% is going to come from 20 select voters who I chose who have either watched or covered the Angels for many years. And the final 10% is going to come from a select four-member group here at Lockdown Angels. I noted that Twitter polling because I gave you four options between Darren Erstad, Sean Figgins, David Fletcher, and Mysuris Turris. Nothing wrong with that, except when I asked people to put together their ballots from that 20 select ballots, I asked them to choose players who have played 100 games at three different positions, and that included two different outfield positions if necessary. As I look through this, there have only been two players in Angels history who have played 100 games at three different positions. I, I look here and uh, you know, Meister's Tourist played 236 games at second base, 171 at shortstop, but that's it. You look at David Fletcher, 85 games at second base, 123 at third base, 46 shortstop, and combined 27 in the outfield. So technically, I have to disqualify those two guys. They will come up in the Twitter polling, uh, so I do have to count that part of the polling. So just to note, before we even get into anything more here, Meisuris Torres is going to finish fourth in the polling at 1.395%. David Fletcher going to finish third at 9.135%. David Fletcher got 20.3% of the Twitter polling, which, uh, you know, in today's age, David Fletcher is uh, Mr. Twitter, it seems, when it comes to the Angels fan base. Also, Meisuris Torres got 3.1%. So they are going to finish third and fourth, respectively, which does leave us to Darren Erstad and Sean Figgins. Now, going back to the Twitter polling, Darren Erstad did finish second in the Twitter polling with the utility vote at 29.7%. He finished second in so many categories, and hopefully he can win out today as the Angels utility man on this Lockdown Angels all-time Angels team. Sean Figgins does walk away with 47% of the Twitter vote, understandably so. As for these two players and their positional breakdown, Darren Erstad did play 579 games at first base. 352 in left field, and 454 in center field. Also a handful of games in right field as well. Sean Figgins, you want to talk about utility, man. That's that's a utility guy, right? 113 games at second base, 540 at third base, 27 at shortstop, 36 in left field, 264 in center field, 27 at right field. All three outfield positions. 
three different infield positions, 100 games or more than 100 games at second base, more than 250 games at center field, more than 500 games at third base. That's your super utility, man, isn't it? Sean Figgins there. But looking at the career numbers with the Angels, and I think this is the more neutralized because it does take into credit uh, all positions, basically. Darren Erst had six all-time in war when it comes to Angels history at 27.6, hit 114 home runs with the team. Top 10 in many categories in Angels history, top five in some as well. Finished his career with a 286 batting average, 341 on base percentage, and 416 slugging percentage. We look over at Sean Figgins. He is ninth all-time in Angels war uh, when it comes to the history of the team. 22.2 war over his career with the Angels. Played 936 games. Only had th- uh, 31 home runs, but stole 280 bases. Finished his career with a 291 average with the Angels, a 363 on base percentage, a 388 slugging percentage. One of those longtime uh, leadoff men for the Angels as a utility man. Such he was a Mike Sosha player if Mike Sosha ever had one, right? I mean, he played everywhere, and he was capable of playing everywhere as a strong defender. Such an easy guy to root for, as well as Darren Erstad, of course. Continuing on with the career accolades of Sean Figgins and Darren Erstad, starting with Sean Figgins, an all-star in 2009 where he was eighth in war across all of baseball during that 2009 season at 6.6, which included a 395 on base percentage. He stole 30 or more bases each season from 2004 to 2010. Now, 2010 was with the Mariners, but stole 62 bases in 2005, followed that up in 2006 with 52 stolen bases. During his Angels career from 2002 to 2009, only four players stole more bases, that being Juan Pierre, Carl Crawford, Jose Reyes, and Ichiro Suzuki. He received MVP votes in 2004, 2005, 2007, and 2009. I, it's such an underrated career. I know he was on the Hall of Fame ballot this last year. I know he, I don't think he received any votes, but this guy is in the Hall of very good baseball players and, in my mark, very underrated baseball players. Not a Hall of Famer, I'm not saying that, but very underrated baseball player, Sean Figgins. Going to Darren Erstad, finished sixth in Rookie of Their Voting in 1996. He was a two-time All-Star, which included that 2000, uh, 2000 season where he finished second in baseball in war, 8.7. He trailed only Alex Rodriguez at the time. Finished eighth in MVP voting that season, and you can't help but wonder if he would have been closer to being MVP if analytics were as prevalent during that time as they are today. That was the season Erstad had 240 hits. That's 13th most in a single season. At the time, that was the most hits in a single season since Bill Terry hit 254 in 1930. Of course, Ichiro Suzuki came in later and shattered all kinds of records, but to think that he had the most hits in 70 years in a single season, Darren Erstad was such a remarkable player. That 2000, uh, that I keep wanting to say 2002 because both these players were on that 02 team that won the World Series. Game seven aired last night on Fox Sports. That was a fun one. Uh, but both these players on the 02 uh, World Series team. But Darren Erstad in 2000, one of a, just a really really good single season mark. You talk about the hit number. You talk about the WAR. Everything came together. That is one of the better seasons in Angels history. Of course, we have Mike Trout now who puts up those numbers yearly. But outside of that, Darren Erstad, one of the best single seasons in history of the franchise in 2000. Darren Erstad, also a two-time gold glover. We've given you the accolades, the numbers, the works. In the second segment, we'll reveal who you voted as the Lockdown Angels all-time Angels utility man. 
Before we get to any of that, though, let's talk about Postmates. Now, if you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner around lunch or breakfast. I mean, I love food sometimes a bit too much. I need to hit the weight rooms. But that's why I love using Postmates. Postmates doesn't just deliver food, burgers, whatever it is. They actually make my life easier by picking up everything I need from 7-Eleven, Walgreens, The Works, drop it off right outside my door, a six-pack of beer. It's Friday. I'm ready for some beer. Here is where Postmates is helping you out during this COVID-19 virus. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit for your first week when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. In the second segment, we'll announce who you voted as the Lockdown Angels All-Time Angels Utility Man. Hey guys, this is Dylan Short, host of the Locked On Braves. Proud to bring you back to Locked On Angels and your host, my friend, Taylor Blake Ward. Welcome back to Locked On Angels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, you're locked in with Taylor Blake Ward. We gave you all the information about utility men. And like we said, it came down to two guys. They're the only two guys that have played 100 games at three different positions between Darren Erstad and Sean Figgins. I'm going to bring on a buddy, and I, we're going to, he's going to reveal who won this polling, but also we're going to chat a little bit after that. This is Kyle Glazer of Baseball America. Kyle, how you doing, buddy? Doing all right. Just uh, trying to stay busy. There's still a lot of news to report, obviously, but we all wish games were back, so uh, hopefully that will happen sooner rather than later. Absolutely, man. I, I'm going to bring more of that up when we get, keep chatting here. But uh, do you mind announcing who our listeners voted as the Lockdown Angels all-time Angels utility man? No problem at all, my friend. It is my pleasure to announce that the listeners voted for Sean Figgins as the Lockdown Angels podcast all-time utility man. Uh, Figgins earned MVP votes in four separate seasons with the Angels, played center field, played third base, played second base, did a lot of good things for this franchise, and uh, was the leadoff man and really a key cog in uh, those teams that won five division titles in six years. Wow, that was uh, much more than what I thought you were going to go with. I love it, man. Yes, Sean Figgins receiving 46.65% of the vote, just beating out Darren Erstad, who got 42.865% of the vote. Poor Darren Erstad, man. He finished second in left field, center field, first base, and now here at Utility. Of course, left field, you got Garrett Anderson. Center field, you got Mike Trout. First base, he lost out by less than 1% to Rod Carew. Here at Utility, he loses out by just over 3.5% to Sean Figgins. But Sean Figgins, name your Locked On Angels, all-time Angels utility man, rounding out all the position players for the Locked On Angels all-time franchise team. Let's review it. Catcher was Benji Molina, first base Rod Carew, second base Bobby Gritch, third base Troy Gloss, shortstop Andrelton Simmons, left field Garrett Anderson, center field Mike Trout, Right field, Tim Salmon, designated hitter, Vladimir Guerrero. And here at Utility, it is Sean Figgins, wrapping up the position players for the Lockdown Angels, all-time Angels franchise team. We will kick off with pitchers next week, but let's bring it back here. We've got Kyle Glazer of Baseball America on with us. And Kyle, I just got to ask, what are you doing right now? I mean, all of us are staying home, all of us are staying safe, but what do you got going on with Baseball America? Yeah, so we're still doing a lot of draft preparation. Obviously, there's no formal announcement yet of the date the draft is going to take place or how many rounds there are going to be. There's still a lot of negotiations going on on those fronts, but we're still 
turning up draft reports. We're still calling scouts and scouting directors, just trying to get a sense for who the guys are that teams are interested in and how high they're going to go. So the draft is taking up a lot of our time right now, but we're also still doing a lot of reporting on what's going on with major league baseball negotiations, minor league baseball negotiations, what's happening in foreign leagues. Um, there's still a lot of baseball news happening, even if there's not a lot of actual live games being played. Uh, but definitely, you know, it, we're, we're staying busy. There's a lot going on, and uh, we're all just kind of patiently waiting for the actual games to begin again. Now, you brought up the draft, and, and I'm doing the same thing that you are with calling scouting directors, chatting about that. But in Baseball America's most recent mock draft, the you have the Angels taking Reed Detmers, is that correct, of Louisville? Yeah, I mean, Detmers is, is a very, very, very accomplished left-hander at Louisville. Um, the Angels always need pitching. We've seen that in recent years, and uh, he would be a good fit for the organization. Uh, again, this is a, a draft that really has a, a pretty you know, set top three prospects, and then after that, from picks three through about 15, uh, four through 15, excuse me, it can go a lot of different ways. Uh, the Angels are going to have their pick of, of high schoolers, uh, collegians, it's generally a college-heavy draft. There should be a group of solid college pitchers still available to them at the 10th overall pick, and uh, we at Baseball America ha- have them taking one of them. Now, I've got to ask you this, because you and I have chatted about this you know, behind the scenes. If you were in the position of Matt Swanson and Billy Epler, and you had your pick of, uh, you know, if the draft goes somewhat accordingly, you have your pick at the 10th pick. Who are you taking as the Angels scouting director slash general manager? Well, again, you never, ever, ever draft for major league need. Um, you can kind of draft for organizational need, but again, you really just want to take the best player available on the board. So uh, with so much in flux ahead of them, particularly what picks four to nine are going to look like, it's hard to state definitively this is who they should take because that could change depending on who's taken in front of them. Um, but you go back and look at, you know, just – the good group of college pitchers where you figure one of them will be there, whether that's Max Meyer, the right-hander out of Minnesota, who kind of draws comparisons to the Sonny Grays and Marcus Strowmans of the world as undersized, but uh, that really athletic flame-throwing starter who could be a you know top three rotation type guy. There's a really, really promising high school right-hander named Mick Abel up at Oregon, up in Oregon that everyone loves. We've talked about Detmers. Um, you know, again, I think if you can get one of the college pitchers, that helps you because they can move quickly. They have less injury risk. That's that's a big boon to the organization. But, you know, if both of those two guys are gone, you know, maybe you go to the high school righty like Abel or, you know, maybe someone like Emerson Hancock, the right-hander at Georgia Falls. We have him, you know, going uh, in the top five picks, but we see someone fall every year. So I think you look at the college pitching group and just given the angels organizationally where they are, what they need and what they, you know, hopefully are going to get to try and help them win the next two or three years. Um, if there's a good college pitcher available, probably, you know, give him the nod uh, as long as the evaluation is somewhat similar to whoever else is on the board. Now I don't want to give away my mock draft because I'm working on a mock draft myself as well over at who's on first, but I got to ask here, just your opinion, if Max Meyer and Reed Detmers are gone off the board at this time, would it be sensible to maybe move to one of the second-tier college arms like Kate Cavalli, Carmen Bladinsky, uh, Garrett Crochet? Uh, I'm sure I'm missing someone here, but that group, that second-tier pitching group from the college scene? 
No, because then you start getting into the trap of your, you know, you're kind of reaching for a perceived need, which you should never do, but especially in the baseball draft where there's just such a long route from the draft to the major leagues. This isn't like college football or college basketball where the guy's going to be in the top league, you know, within the year. Um, you don't want to start reaching for the second tier group if there's still other first tier level players that are still available. So, you know, if you look at a guy like Patrick Bailey, the catcher out of North Carolina State, that's someone the Angels could definitely use. There's no catching anywhere in the system, top to bottom. Um, you know, maybe they go after, you know, a really interesting position player who, you know, maybe doesn't fit their exact need. Um, you know, they don't need more outfielders, you know, a guy like a Heston Kierstad or an Austin Hendrick. But, you know, they're good players and, you know, maybe someone can be using the trade down the road to go get another, you know, top flight pitcher. So you don't start reaching for the second tier of a certain position player group if there's steel, if there's better players on the board. And, you know, Bailey and Kirstad and Hendrick, those are players that are all better than those second tier pitchers you named and the Angels would be better off taking one of them. Kyle, you've spent so much time with us, and I appreciate it so much, buddy. I just got one last thing for you. You mentioned baseball is going to come back, but we don't necessarily know when that's going to happen. One thing that did happen yesterday was that NASCAR announced it would come back in two weeks. I know you're not a big NASCAR guy. I know that's not something you've had a lot of interest in, but are you? is NASCAR something you would watch here coming up in the next two weeks now that we may have live sports again? Nah, it's just zero interest on my end. That's rough. <laughs> that one hurts. <laughs> to me, I, I just as I'm not really watching the, the video game uh, tournaments being played, NASCAR I, I has about the same level of interest to me. So not wow. much, but to each their own. Again, that's just me personally, and I think everyone uh, you know, is desperate for sports, and, and whatever works for them, I say go for it. They've, got the, uh, they've been airing the virtual NASCAR, the iRacing, where it's uh, like an actual simulator. I, uh, I'm with you on that. I'm not a big fan of the uh, – the esports and not like you said, it's it's personal opinion, just not on my end. But Kyle, thanks so much for coming on, buddy. Where can our listeners find it if they haven't already? Yeah, Baseball America. Obviously, the magazine's on newsstands, and then BaseballAmerica.com, our website, has constant uh, daily information. And I'm also on Twitter at uh, Kyle A Glazer. It's K Y L E A G L A S E R. And feel free to tweet me anytime. I always try and respond to uh, questions or comments. I'm happy to talk baseball with anyone. Kyle, you're the man. Thanks so much, buddy. No problem. Thank you, Taylor. Once again, that's my buddy Kyle Glazer of Baseball America. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle A. Glazer. Also, I recommend subscribing to Baseball America if you get the chance. Amazing content from not only Kyle, but also Carlos Colazzo, J.J. Cooper, the works. Fantastic group over at Baseball America. That's going to be a wrap on today's show and a wrap for the week. Always a pleasure coming to you here at Locked On Angels. We had a great week where we did a fan mailbag. Noted who you voted as the Locked On Angels all-time Angels right fielder, designated hitter, and today at Utility Man. If you want to download today's show or subscribe to Locked On Angels, you can do so via Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or whatever podcasting platform you're using to listen to today's show. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, at Locked On Angels. You can follow me personally, at Taylor Blake Ward. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We hope you have a wonderful weekend. For Locked On Angels, I'm Taylor Blake Ward, reminding you to dot your I's, cross your T's, Stay nasty, Anaheim. We'll see you next week.